welcome to Avant-Garde Book Storytime. I am Cherie Hardy, and today I'll be reading a new chapter book. This book is called M.C. Higgins the Great. It was written by, by Virginia Hamilton in 1974. If you have this great book, you can follow along with me. If you don't, it's quite okay. Just get in a very comfortable place, get very relaxed, and listen quietly to M.C. Higgins the Great. Chapter 1. Mayo Cornelius Higgins raised his arms high to the sky and spread them wide. He glanced furtively around. It was all right. There was no one to see his greeting to the coming sunrise. But the motion of his arms caused a flutter of lettuce leaves he had bound to each wrist with rubber bands. Like bracelets of green feathers, the leaves commenced to wave. M.C., as he was called, felt warm, moist air surround him. Humidity trapped in the hills clung to the mountainside as the night passed on. In seconds, his skin grew clammy, but he paid no attention to the opposite heat with its odors of summer growth and decay. For he was staring out over a grand sweep of hills, whose rolling outlines grew clearer by the minute. As he stood on the gallery of his home, the outcropping on which he lived on the mountainside seemed to fade out from under him. I'm standing in midair, he thought. He saw dim light touch clouds clustered behind the castern hills. Bounce the sun beside me if I want. All others of his family were still asleep in the house. To be by himself in the perfect quiet was reason enough for him to wake up way early. Alone for half an hour, he could believe he had chosen to remain forever suspended. Facing the hills, he could pretend there was nothing terrible behind him, above his head. Arms outstretched, picture framed by pine uprights, supporting the gallery roof. He was M.C. Higgins, higher than anything. M.C. smiled. Going to be my best day, he told himself. He let his arms fall and sniffed a bracelet of cold, fresh vegetables. He bit gently into a lettuce stem, pulling at it until he had an entire leaf to chew. Will it really be mine, this mountain? Daddy says it will one day. He loved the mountain its long, lingering dawns, but he frowned, squinting off at the hills with night still huddled in their fields. Now it won't be ever, now it won't ever be mine. He shivered as with a sudden chill and stepped off the gallery. Pay no mind to what Daddy says. We have to leave it, he said softly, and that's a shame. M.C. walked quickly to the edge of the outcropping where tangled undergrowth made deep shadows. He avoided looking at the side yard with its burial ground, covered with car junk, at his prize like no other. Be it later, he told himself, thinking of the prize, be it when the sun is making its shine. Slipping through the undergrowth, he took one of the paths down the mountainside. Soon he was striding swiftly through the piney woods. The leaf bracelets waved on air as though in flight as he plunged and wove among the trees. 
MC was barefoot, wearing carefully ironed blue jeans and a brown faded t-shirt. The shirt was the color and fit of a second skin over his broad shoulders. Already he was perspiring, but his motions remained lift and natural as he moved easily among trees and shade. Pushing through pine boughs, he continued on his errand. Bet I haven't caught a single rabbit just like on Thursday and Saturday too. He had to check all three of his rabbit traps and then get home to wait for this new dude to arrive. They were saying in the hills that some new kind of black fellow had come in with a little box of tape recorder. All slicked down and dressed to kill, they were saying he was looking to put voices on the tape in his box. And now MC knew how he could get around his daddy and get his mama and his brothers and sister off the dangerous mountain. The idea had come to him after he heard about the dude two days ago greeting the sunrise. There it began in his mind, growing and growing with each new ray of light. Dude going to make mama a star singer like Sister Baby on the radio, MC thought. We'll have to travel with her. Won't that be something? But Mama is better than Sister Ruby. He'll make her the best anybody ever heard. The dude had already been told about MC's mother and the kind of boy she had. What if he gets to home when I'm gone? No, too early for him. He'll have to walk it, MC thought. Probably lose himself about twice before he makes it up the mountain. MC lived three miles inland from the Ohio River. His rabbit traps were strong out at the edge of a plateau between Sarah's Mountain, where he lived on the outcropping, and a low hill called Kill's Mound. On the mound lived the Kilburn people, whose youngest son was the same age as MC. MC smiled to himself as he moved like a shadow through the damp stillness. Ben Kilburn was just his age, but only half his size. MC was tall, with oak-brown skin like his mother, yet he was muscular and athletic like his father. He had hard strength and grace that helped him to be the best swimmer ever to come out of the hills. The first time he had tried to swim the Ohio River, River a year and a half ago, he almost drowned his father finding him exhausted, vomiting on the riverbank. You think the river is some mud puddle you can wade right into without a single thought? And then his father beating him with his belt. A boat wouldn't go into that water not knowing how the currents run. Whack. I'm not saying you can't swim it. Whack. As good a swimmer as you are. Whack. But you have to study it. You have to practice. You have to know you're ready. Whack, whack, whack. I'll even give you a prize. Anything that won't cost me to spend some money. Wham! MC left the path and plunged into weeds of ginseng and wild daisy in a clearing. Standing still a moment, he searched until he spied the first trap half hidden. Cautiously, he picked his way around it for he had placed the trap at the edge of a long, narrow ravine. An abundance of trees grew up from the bottom of the ravine, blocking his view 
he couldn't glimpse the Kilburn land or houses and barns at all. Well, boys and girls, I am going to start stop here at page four of M.C. Higgins the Great, written by Virginia Hamilton. Just keep listening and I will keep reading. I hope that you have a beautiful day. Take care. Goodbye.